You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser, and I got all my co-hosts here. Actually, Kyle McLaren just popped in last minute. Good timing, man. But uh, yeah, boys, how are we doing? Kyle, I'll start with you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, as you can hear, you're doing just fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful start from Kyle McLaren. He's coming in hot. You can't stop this man. He's he's unbelievable. Um, producer T, how are you doing? Oh man, this is awesome. Oh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, Would you expect bit. anything less? Would you expect no. anything less? Not at all. You can you can't be Kyle McLaren if you're not coming in with the shitty Wi-Fi. Let's be honest. Right? No shit. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my God, Nick! Nick, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? Oh, and I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's raining out. Uh, this is this is incredible. Uh, Kyle, by the way, if we can't get your Wi-Fi sorted out here in like the next five minutes, we might have to uh, might have to call it a day there because <laughs> we can't hear what you're saying, bud. You're coming in and out so bad. Oh, you got nothing at all. Oh, well, I got go. that. Nothing. I got that. Okay, well, I, I can hear you. I can hear you. Well, we'll we'll try this out for a few more minutes. Um, let's uh, before we get into the episode here, just give a shout out. They just kicked me out. <laughs> we might have to. We might have to. Let's give a shout out to our Twitter handles, though. You can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. Producer T, where can the fans find you? At producer underscore tee. And Nick, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Floor underscore. All right, folks, let's try this drum roll, please. Kyle, where can the fans find you? McLaren underscore K. Yeah, that's that's looking pretty good, boys. That's looking pretty good. Well, <laughs> we, uh, we got through that start, so we're, we're here now. And we're at uh, some actual hockey news, some exciting news. Hockey is coming back. January 13th is the official start date for the NHL. Looks like 56-game season. Boys, I think this is the best-case scenario for the NHL. I mean, 56 games, I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, yeah, it's not a full 82 game season, but I was expecting the 48 games like we had in the past lockouts. So I don't know, boys, I I'm pretty happy. What do you guys think? I agree. I thought that I honestly thought that we were going to get a February 1st and 48 game uh, season. Like we talked about when we were talking about a couple weeks ago, but I, I'm pleased with with the fact that they've come out a bit earlier and they've got a few extra games. It keeps that intensity there without it necessarily have to be in such a sprint. So I think it's a happy medium for everybody. Man, it's going to be a crazy month, though, getting everything together. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know how they're going to do it in time without any COVID stuff coming in and messing that up. But you just got to hope for the best, I guess. Uh, Nick, I can't remember what you said. Did, did you predict this? I think you might have. I said seventh, but I want to give you guys my accurate reaction. Give me one second. Okay. Okay. Well, he's, he's left the room. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's like, go, baby. Woo! Uh, 
noise complaint from the neighbors coming in. Um, <laughs> that wasn't loud enough. That yeah, producer Pigeon says that wasn't loud enough. Uh, <laughs> Try to run as far away from the microphone as possible. Yeah, fair enough. Tomorrow. Fair enough. Um, do you guys have any <laughs> other notes you want to talk about for these this official start date? I mean, it's just it's all positive, right? I can't I can't find any negatives with this news. No, I think I mean if, if they're going if they're not going into a bubble, I, I'm sure there's going to be a few uh, players or something like niches here and there. But I think January, you know, around the 13th is a good start for them to get it done because it's almost like a lockout season. I mean, if they can yeah. get back to normalcy with, with 2021, 22 season, to me, this is the best way they're going to go. You think it's yeah. enough time though, Kyle, to like to get these players ready to go? Or do you think you know, that like, like it... training camp training camps have been shortened since I came in the league because before they were almost a month, maybe uh, like six weeks long. So now it's it's getting everybody in town and two to three week season or a uh, preseason. And I bet you they're not going to be traveling very far the games. But you know, I, I don't know the internet's awful. <laughs> That's the only part I caught. Indeed. Oh my god. The internet's awful. Oh god. All right. Uh let's take a turn here. This is actually some negative news coming out of the NHL. I'm actually gonna bring on Isha Jerome uh of the soda pod into the stream here to talk about this uh Whole situation with Clark Donatelli and, and the lawsuit going on, and it involves Bill Guerin, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and of course Bill Guerin is now the GM of the Minnesota Wild, so they're kind of dragged into this. Uh, Isha, thanks for jumping on. I, I want to get your initial reactions to what's happened here, and then I also want to get your reaction to how everything's been dealt with and what do you think is going to happen moving forward here. Well, I mean, thanks for bringing me on, boys. What's up, Kyle? You'll get there. Don't wait. Don't wait for a response from Kyle. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think most of the, if not the entire hockey world, was pretty shook about this. I mean, I was quite frankly disgusted that on the morning of when the NHL announced the date that they were going to come back, being January thirteenth, that this news also broke. And I don't know if the listeners or if everyone, you know, uh, producer T and Nick know really the ins and outs of this story. I won't go into it in detail. Uh, we went over it on the soda pod last week. So you can go check that out if you're interested, or if you subscribe to the athletic, Michael Russo did an outstanding job. And I actually quoted him a, a bunch from his uh, write up on the matter, but essentially like, like Dylan said, uh, Clark Donatelli was, abused uh his well his colleague his his co-coach's um partner a few times uh yeah he has a he has a long history of this as well which yeah is and, that, and that's the thing and basically the abuse took place when they were both waiting um you know for for aaron's husband uh jared to pick them up and the abuse continued in the same vehicle on the way i forget if it was coming back from dinner or going uh to dinner and the the family was friends with this man i mean they were they were colleagues they they were very close and Though this man, you know, he had a history of this before, which is, you know, sickening and, you know, allegations to even like their friend, like the family's friend, the Scaldis, uh, Jared and Aaron Scaldi, who, you know, visited while, you know, mid-season, while, while, I don't know if it was during holidays or whatnot. And this man was also accused of abusing their friend as well. And with that history, there, there were other 
there were just other conduct stories about him outside of just you know being a, an abuser both sexually he was aggressive at bars sometimes and he made multiple scenes there have been stories anyways of him making <coughs> scenes and stuff um anyways long of the short of it the family you know really didn't the scaldies didn't know how to react to it this is a unique situation that i you know no one um like hopefully no one ever has to be part of and you never think that you have to be part of because of the relationship they had with this guy they kind of had an agreement with him to for him to go get help and you know um at first he didn't even actually this this donatelli uh asshole didn't even admit to it he said he was drunk and didn't remember the incident only six days later to take out jared his co-worker for dinner and, and apologize for it so the family and him kind of agreed that he would you know disclose the behavior and the situation to the pittsburgh penguins and also find help whether it was counsel whatever whatever it is to to straighten out this this demon that he had and nothing of the sort occurred so the family down the road went i think it was about six months down the road went to the pittsburgh penguins and billy garen in particular as he was the general manager of the wilkes-barre scranton penguins and one of you know the unique cases where the pittsburgh penguins and the lemieux group actually own the ahl franchise as well because as a lot of people know in the national hockey they're just affiliates a, a lot of the time i can't even think of another maybe boston and providence i know kyle can nod or not I, I don't know but but anyways so that was a pittsburgh penguins um problem to deal with and in in particular billy garen's and according to uh to, to billy garen and i just want to make clear that billy garen's not being sued it's the pittsburgh penguins organizations he's just been part of the story here because part of it was him being uh being alleged to say that he was going to take care of it and he did put the wheels in motion to but encouraged you know that the family to also keep things quiet and that's what really you know hurts me here because the family also in the six months prior to coming to the pittsburgh penguins where they both trusted to a certain degree donatelli to get help and, and uh, carry out his end of the bargain uh, this is this what hurts most they didn't want to affect the guys on the ice they didn't want to you know, perhaps it was a good season. I don't remember. And they didn't want to derail that, and, you know, and all the other things that come with that. And that's what really sucks about this whole situation because you never want, you know, victims of a sexual abuse, sexual assault, or, or any sort of abuse or assault to have to feel like what their surroundings are more important than, than that itself when they're seeking justice. So that's kind of the long and the short of it. As far as the Minnesota Wild and Billy Guerin, he's, you know, he's standing firm on that. I, I did what I needed to do at the time. I reported it. You know, I, I don't condone this and i didn't necessarily bury it the one thing that sucks boys is the pittsburgh penguins and this is where uh, nick berlanski of tip of the iceberg podcast on the network said on the last soda pod the way the pittsburgh penguins commented on commented on this was more from a legal uh backing versus a pr they came out and said well you know the reason one of the reasons why this thing wasn't dealt with immediately or whatever was because the allegations were, were six months old and that's just talking in like legal terms where from a pr stance and just like I don't know, fucking ethics in a, a like a, yeah, a human yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Legal stuff doesn't matter. This this is a terrible thing, and they should have you know stood stood behind the family, an employee or former employee of the Pittsburgh Penguins, because after this season, the team and the organization fired uh, Jared Scaldi due to he claims false uh, well false reasonings in that it was COVID related. So so that's the story, boys. And again, it, there's so many more layers too. I encourage everyone to go check out the Michael Russo article, but just, just a really bad look on the Pittsburgh Penguins, especially, and uh, and just the National Hockey League, again, on the day that they announced coming back to play. So I know when this news broke, on Twitter at least, there's a lot of people saying like, Bill Guerin's done, he's probably going to get fired, or he's going to step down, something of the sorts. 
it hasn't happened yet. And do you see that happening moving forward? Or do you think his job is fairly safe? Well, the, the Minnesota Wild right now, as of now, we're, you know, quoted saying, and well, I guess verbatim here, that they're standing with Billy Guerin and, you know, and what he says and that himself, he did what he had to do in that situation. He was following suit. And who knows how many other people were involved um, in regards to the, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Penguins and those who actually were involved in these decisions dealing with this. It could be five people. It could be 20. We don't know. Uh, by the way, Producer Cheese laugh was at a comment <laughs> uh, that came up through Twitter from the State of Hoppy saying, it's like I'm being read poetry whenever Isha <laughs> I don't know speaks. if that, he's making fun of me or not. but uh, It's a yeah, serious topic, just... Hoppy, so <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. We got we got another comment here, uh, and we'll get to this soon. Sharks fan with three didn't Nick eat anything yet. Uh, but Isha, thanks for jumping on and talking to us about this story. I uh, I believe who was it? Was it Rick Westhead that actually broke this? So TSN broke it. You know what's funny about that is there's some dude on Twitter who has like I don't know like 1,500 followers, and he apparently came out and like was pissed at Michael Russo saying that like no. Because Michael Russo wrote that TSN was the first to report this Rick Westhead. And he was like, I reported this like two months ago. Look at my tweet. And Russo actually went to his athletic article and changed it, saying it was first reported by whatever the Twitter account, followed by Rick Westhead, TSN, oh, etc. So that's the story I read. But apparently I got to get, I don't even know this guy's name. So I'm not really giving him credit. But for the <laughs> sake of this, I wanted to highlight that because I thought that was pretty funny. And the fact that Russo actually went back and was like, fuck it, I'll include this guy. Yeah, and Russo is one of the best in the business. Oh, he yeah. Really Been is. on the soda pod too. And like we only asked for like 20 30 minutes of his time we talked for like an hour mostly about coffee he was just telling stories about the Burray brothers and you know how valerie and pavel just total opposites but both so great to deal with i mean this guy's full of stories awesome awesome thanks again man for hopping yeah. on See you, later, boys. Uh, you know if there's any updates we'll of course bring you back on the stick hungry podcast you're a regular guest anyways so uh I'm literally sitting I mean, right you next you to you sit next <laughs> to me when we record the episode anyways uh there you go you can see Isha <laughs> there. all right thanks uh isha you can follow him on twitter at bi sports talk uh nick i'll let you intro this next story because it implies uh the american world junior championship team yeah so our uh our second round pick, Thomas Bortolo, was actually recently cut from the World Juniors roster for Team USA. A lot of people didn't really know exactly what the reasoning was. He's killing it right now in the collegiate scene. And a couple of, I don't know if it was a couple of hours or a day later, it actually came out that his roommate tested positive for COVID-19. So per protocol, uh, he had to be sent home for World Juniors. And I, I feel like this is really going to cut into his, not development per se, but just experience. You know, getting that that top tier international play really helps to develop a young player. So kind of disappointed about it. I just wanted to share the news with you guys that we're not going to be able to see our boy Tommy B tear it up at the World Juniors because, I mean, the way that the U.S. roster looks, it looked as though he was going to be able to make an instant impact on the team and be able to kind of strut his stuff and show what he's worth on the international stage. But just kind of disappointed that that's what led to the cut. And also wanted to clarify that it had nothing to do with like any personality issues or play or anything. It was just because of COVID-19 protocols. Yeah, super unfortunate. Um, you know, as a San Jose Sharks fan, I'm pretty disappointed to not see this kid play. But uh, I'll be honest, guys, as a, as a Canadian, I mean, if it gives my Canadians a chance to win, uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it any day. going to be close, dude. Have you seen the roster side by side? Like Team USA is. Honestly, like, guys, the World Juniors, like, that's... That's the biggest hockey event of the year for me. I'll, I'll watch every single game 
you know, the playoffs are great, but World Juniors, I, I don't know. I think it's just a Canadian thing. Like, it is, it's massive up here. I don't know how big it is in the States, but uh, it's it's a staple. You guys are shaking your head. Not a big deal. Like, a hundred people to watch it yeah. at, at a single time. <laughs> Dude, America I'm... doesn't care about its hockey, especially West Coast, especially this time of the year. You have ramping up to NFL playoffs. You have basketball starting right now. World Juniors is an afterthought beyond an afterthought. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Nate Thomas says Dylan has it right. Go Canada. We actually might see Nate uh, later on in this episode because we are doing the segment. Nick will try it. So uh, I'll go for that one. Nick, <laughs> why don't you tease what we got here? Um, and we can do some visuals too because I see it's on a on a table right next to you. Yeah, I've uh, I've brought it in for show and tell. It's a uh, Miracle Whip, the lovely Chicago, Illinois product from the. That's, uh, craft that's you know you're the ghetto kid when you're bringing Miracle Whip to show and tell. Leave me out of this, okay? <laughs> you can't discriminate me for my socioeconomic status, okay? Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. That's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, I am looking forward to that, though. And I think Nate's going to love that, too, because that that's the one that he brought up. He, uh, he used to eat that for breakfast, apparently, back in the day when he was a kid. Yeah, you know, that's how serial killers are born. So everyone, <laughs> Nate, watch out. You're, you're not wrong. You're it's not wrong. You're on Dateline here pretty soon. <laughs> All right, boys, before we get into the break, I want to talk about something. And this is actually related to the break that we're going to take. The other day, I saw for the first time the holiday sweater music video from the San Jose Sharks. It was like a rap. It was it was unbelievable. It, it's it's we're going to we're going to play it here in a few minutes as our break. But guys, you've all seen it, right? Yes, of course. And and were you jamming out? What did you, what did you think of it? It's so cringe. It's, it's so, so cringe, but it's so, it's so bad good at the same good. time. It's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. It's good. Here, Kyle, I want to ask you: If the sharks came up to you and asked you to do something like that, would you do it? Absolutely. Why not? I mean, again, it's it's for fan. Absolutely. Would you be on the key charge, just fucking ripping it? Would you I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like on Miami, so you know what? I'd find my own niche to get in there. But you know what? It's one of the best holiday songs the sharks came out with. So. Yeah, well, here, here's, the thing, here's the thing, Kyle. You said you would do it because it's for the people. Well, what if we asked you to do it and you did your own holiday rap for the podcast? Because at the end of the day, it's for the people. I, I, I can't. I, do you hear my voice? Do you think I can actually sing? I uh, uh, Kyle, Kyle, I, Kyle, I can hear your voice half the time. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly. Fix, Kyle. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. We're going to hear actually, we got some comments I'm going to run through here. Um, Sharks fan 03 Steve saying Sharks fans honk at each other on freeways as there are fewer fans in the Sacramento area. Hmm. Okay. Yes, that is true. I, if you see like a, a San Jose Sharks sticker or like a uh, license plate bracket on a car, you like honk at each other. You're like, well, fuck it, let's go. Throwing yeah. game signs out the window. They're only from the Bay Area usually. Fair enough. Fair enough. Usually. Um, Sharks fan, this is a, I'm happy you brought this up. Actually, he says trying to get all those images signed by the guys, but they're all gone. So what he's referring to is this holiday sweater music video. And Steve actually sent me a message with a few of the pictures. He's got pictures of the guys from this video and they're all autographed like John Scott. He's got a few others. So, uh, he's got as well. Oh man. He's, he's got so many. I've been saying it for a few weeks. We got to show that video of them going to Steve's house. I think it was ABC yes. or something. And yeah. they did a special on his, uh, I don't even know what to call it. What, what would you call that? The, the ultimate the shark cave. cave. Yeah. Okay. There you go. We'll, we'll take that. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. 
Um, we're going to watch <laughs> the holiday sweater video because it's absolutely amazing. Then after that, we're going to get into Nick will try it. Here in Sharks territory, it's freezing. So you know, Shorty, there's a very good reason to rock it. Pumpkin pie, the holidays are here and I wanna look flat, wanna look sharp, sharp as cheddar. That's why I got me a holiday sweater. Made of wool with the holiday print. Mine's so bright it'll make you swim. Sure I itch, but that'll get better when I get used to my holiday sweater. Holiday sweater, holiday sweater. They don't look tacky, they don't look weird. They feel kind of fuzzy like a playoff beard. Rudolph's nose will always get redder, and we will rock our holiday sweaters. Mistletoe is hung above, my festive apparel fits like a glove. You stare too hard, you may take a header, checking out my holiday sweater. You say it's ugly, I say it's comfy. When I wear mine, I'm far less grumpy. Feel like I scored an empty netter when I put on my holiday sweater. Play-by-play is what I spit. Put all my ties in the paper shredder. They ain't as deaf as my holiday sweater. gets wetter i just whip out my holiday sweater come to your house for a holiday dinner even your grandma thinks it's a winner i pet your dog yeah he's a real shutter got his fur on my holiday sweater santa can slip right through the five holes last year he left me a pile of coal I won't pout cause it's gonna get better This year I ask for a holiday sweater Boston, Detroit, Anaheim Wherever we play, I'm gonna rock mine When the shot players get together We all bust out our holiday sweaters Holiday sweater Holiday sweater I for me to rock my holiday sweater Holiday sweater Holiday sweater, holiday sweater. Musical excellence is what that was. Randy Hans verse was the biggest banger on that track. And I don't care. <laughs> uh, we got Nate from the quack report actually jumping in just on time for uh, the Nick will tried segment. But I want to know, what do you think of that rap? 
that was that was spicy, boys. <laughs> He's at a loss for words there, folks. That doesn't happen often. Uh, I've definitely seen worse things out there. Let's put it that way. Uh, no, that was. I, I'm just kind of laughing at the fact that those guys probably went into like a multi-million-dollar studio, like. My my university training is in audio engineering, so I've had access to those kinds of studios, and I can just see those guys going in there and just being like, "What is this? Oh, oh, okay, we got, we got. Oh, don't touch it. Okay, sounds good. Like, are, and just like, kind are of you completely t- out of their element. Nate, <laughs> Nate, are you talking about the Lethbridge University or what? Yeah, at the Lethbridge University. Oh, so. okay. Let me just make sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I graduated there uh, just this last spring. So they got a, they have great facilities there yep. for uh, for that program. So yep. was Colin? Were you ripping on Lethbridge or what, what was the? No, deal? never, never, <laughs> no. no. I'm not gonna say that. My, my brother went to school there as well and uh, played basketball there, so I'm not ripping on that as well. Uh, Kyle, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. I think your brother messaged me one day or something saying he could have made the NBA and he was ripping on you. Yeah. That whole story. What, what, well, what, um, what, what does your brother go on about all the time? My brother, I mean, my brother, I mean, he's, uh, so I'm six, five, my brother's about six, eight, but, uh, he always rips on me thinking he can beat me on everything that I do except for, you know, he tried out for a hockey, uh, WHL, but he couldn't make it. And then I got lucky, but now he still rips on me that he can make it more than I can on NBA or anything like that. But I always tell him, like, you know, dude, you're Canadian and you can't jump. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I have more, I have more skill in one of my fingers than he does. And you know what? But he's he's uh he's a workaholic. I'll give him that. So uh, at least he's got that working for him. There you go. There you go. Amazing stuff. Um, let's get right into it. The Nick will try it segment. Nick. Take it away. Tell the folks what we got today. Today, uh, we got something really nice and special uh, whipped up for you. <laughs> Get it whipped up. Uh, miracle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, show it again for the idea. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, it was Nate. That's right. Nate had a <laughs> wonderful idea because he reminisced to his old days up north where he was like, oh, I used to come home after school and just plop some of this tangy dressing on a piece of white <laughs> bread and just eat it raw and i'm like that sounds disgusting so so are, are we have... gonna do this like martha stewart style like i'll show you exactly how we're gonna do it no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well i do have if you would like to give us a demonstration actually <laughs> have some oh, yeah. So yeah. I will gladly do it, and we will do it together. It's going to be a great time. I promise you. What a phenomenal experience this is going to be. <laughs> so I have the water gonna... and the trash can at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> so first, you're going to take your Miracle Whip. You're going to make sure it's all you know, nice and shaken up. You don't want any separation with that stuff. Fuck, Kyle's just sitting there like, boys, I was in the <laughs> NHL once. And I was going to you guys eat fucking Miracle Whip. <laughs> and then you're going to open your Miracle Whip. And we're going to put a very heavy, nice spread. Oh! 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 <laughs> what the fuck? All right, so I want it to look like this now, Nick. All right? But we, we need to see the proof. Oh! Yeah, I'll, I'll let the Miracle Whip police dictate how much. That's <laughs> gross, man. Hold on. Hold on. Am, I, am I doing this right? Oh, my God. It's so white. It's going to black out the screen. Everyone avert your eyes. <laughs> And the flashbang that's about to happen. I can't even do this. What is happening? Hold on. Let me adjust my camera angle really quick. Let's see if it goes. There we go. A little bit further down. Oh, dear heavens. This is. You don't need to put that much on. Yes, yeah, you do. That's <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh. <laughs> you need oh, some salt. Dude. You need some salt and pepper and some no, turkey. I on need there. some that would hot sauce make... right now from Undercover <laughs> Watch. That's what I need. <laughs> Wait, we gotta give it the smell test, guys. Hold on. Smells like Miracle Whip. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it smells oh, like mayonnaise. Oh, straight up mayonnaise. So I'm gonna do a nice little. Yeah, you do the nice. Do Just the nice fold spread. it over. Yep. <laughs> Just fold it over. You gotta, you gotta make sure it's all over. even, Kyle. Come on. Oh you, can, you can tell Kyle's done this before. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Steve saying, "Oh man, this is sickening. Uh, this is, is. Yeah, this, this is amazing. Right That's what this is. Oh, this is. It's oozing from the side." All right, you're oh. ready, Nick. So, yeah, we'll we'll fold it up. This is fucking disgusting. So, I right, wanted the crickets to win. <laughs> All right. Take a big bite. The big bite. Cheers, now, cheers buddy. On. Let's do this. <laughs> oh my god! Take a big oh. bite. Oh, that's so gross. Ugh. <laughs> we got him to throw up. Did he do it? Yeah, he spit it out. You gotta eat the whole thing, man. Yeah, the whole thing. He spit it out. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like this is amazing. I can, tell, I can tell in your face you were absolutely enjoying that meal. <coughs> I've been starving oh, myself. God, that was a good one. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, let's let's get your reaction. What does that taste like? Wipe the tears away. It tastes like fucking shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Swallow it. <laughs> That's my wife, okay? <laughs> Oh, throwing it back. Oh, you see, there it is. There you go. You, but you didn't eat it. You so just the plate it up no, on the Try it. The segment is not Nick will eat no. it. It's Nick will try it. <laughs> <laughs> try it. What? Come on. What? The Amazing. shit out of here. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <That No>. is... <laughs> All right. Next time, add some ham and some mustard and some cheese. Oh, yeah. Next time, add whatever. Next time, throw it in the garbage <laughs> that did not disappoint that did not disappoint thank you so much for bringing that up because that was amazing we almost got nick to vomit so we're all close. this is <laughs> the aftertaste it. right the aftertaste <laughs> steve this is the best uh, Where else can you see a guy puke out fucking miracle? <laughs> and to think that, and to think we went from a conversation on Twitter about you know Nick never trying an Aero Bar before, right? That's how the thing started. About to vomit because of Miracle Whip on bread. It's it's great, boys. <laughs> uh, that's that's incredible. It really is, boys. What's gonna happen when you actually have like some sharks talk? <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. We're gonna have, we're gonna have, we're gonna have, have to... three three hour episodes. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly uh wh when nick gets back i'll get him to uh talk about the thing that he's training for because he's actually gonna eat something really spicy down the road and uh he's he's been doing some training and we're gonna we're gonna make some video content out of it i see uh nick's coming back into the back into the picture there his face a little whiter than usual uh nick how you doing buddy how you doing after that someone give me the vegemite <laughs> oh, that's, oh, geez, oh that, the that's miracle was bad then. 
Yeah. Wow. That's, that's I still don't weird. know what you're talking about, man. Oh fuck. Look at this guy. Mowing down. Just mowing on it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh Nick, I was I was just uh kind of teasing the thing that you're training for uh with the spicy food thing. Do you do you wanna do you wanna take that away and kind of explain to the fans what we're doing with that? Sure. Sure, I'll do that. <laughs> so um I was uh, challenged by a Twitter. I don't. I didn't even get their at Dylan. Bring up their bring up their Twitter handle. Um, I was challenged with the Choco Challenge, which is a, a white chocolate with twelve of the world's hottest peppers infused in it, and they they go down the list. Yo, are you okay? <laughs> this guy's struggling, folks. They go down the list of all the peppers that they include in this chocolate, and. Uh, the, the, the special part about it is, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't just do this shit nonchalant. The special part about it is that with every bar they sell, they donate 50 meals to Feeding America, which is something that I can get behind. Definitely. If we're well, doing this, it. This is a win-win. We get to see Nick struggle on air and we get to help out needy families. It's perfect. I would rather struggle with hot than deal with whatever the fuck that was <laughs> ever again in my life. That, oh my, it, oh. <laughs> Boys, I don't know how long this is going to take him to recover. <laughs> this, is, this is a tough one, yeah. Nick has a weaker stomach than I thought. <laughs> For that shit, sure. <laughs> Why don't you take the Choco Challenge with me, Mr. Nate Thomas? Uh, Steve Dude, said, I, I would rather not bleed out of my ass. Thanks. Yeah, well, no. Come on, just be a grown man and get a bidet, and you wouldn't have to just spritz a little bit <laughs> under and do it. This Come on, gone off you you get room. me to eat that fucking trash, but I can't get you to eat a little tiny chocolate bar. I'll even front the bill for it. I'll send it to your house. Get ready for Canadian. I already shit, have. Man. I already have Dick Flow of Sporty with Corey and Richie. I have, I have Richie Flores says he's going to do it with me. So we're gonna we're together. Him and I were we're able to get them to donate hundred meals to uh, Feed America. And uh, yeah, we're going to struggle with some hot shit. So I've been training. I don't know if you've seen my cryptic tweets. I put training day number one and then hashtag THPN. Uh, I'm going to just be getting progressive, eating progressively hotter foods throughout these uh, this next couple. I think it's the next month because we're going to be doing this for episode 100 of the Stick Hungry podcast. It's uh, it's going to be amazing. I really can't wait for that day. Um, I mean, this, he's, he's struggling with miracles. I don't know about the hottest chocolate in the world, how this guy's going to do. Look, hot is different than garbage. Uh, it's, like, it's like they scrape the white shit off the side of a dumpster, put it in a bottle. Oh, and say, we're going to fucking give this to you guys. <laughs> it's got penicillin, so you're good. Nate, Nate, I want to get your reaction to that. How, how do you feel about him calling it shit wallpaper paste? Well, I mean, they must have taken it from behind the SAP center then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Culminating <laughs> from all the... It, 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 it was either there or it was from a mixed out. trash can specifically. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, maybe that, maybe, that it's just, can, maybe it's the difference. Because where did you say yours is from? Chicago. All that See, and, and mine is from uh, Don Mills, Ontario. So maybe the Canadian one's better. Maybe you had to get the Canadian one specifically. Hey, it's the same as Ruffles chips. Ruffles chips in Canada are so different than the Ruffles chips. Uh, the all dress, I should say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all dress in Canada is different than the one in the states. Yeah, hmm. that's fucking disgusting. Same with iced tea as well. Like American iced tea is like literally just cold tea, but like what 
Canadians consider iced tea is just is what Americans call sweet tea. Is that right? I mean, everything's just better up here. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, just, it's better. Canada's a great country. The hockey's better. The junior teams are better. The food's better. It's all better. Oh, food! Whoa, 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 whoa! Simmer your ass down there, sunshine. <laughs> well, hey, if I'm able to what, stomach this, if I'm able to stomach this down, but you can't stomach the Chicago style, McDonald's. you would not know good food if it hits you in the fucking forehead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, California, man. in specific, is probably the most culturally like mixed fucking background. Exactly. Ever. It's not a. It has the best food. You want to get the best American. Come to California. <laughs> Y'all take the know, best man. Mexican yeah. food. All of Canadian shit. is it's all not of Canadian. American. Yeah, all of Canada is culturally mixed. Exactly. It's hot fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, you need to make a trip up here once they open up There's the border. There's a reason why Kyle stayed. Okay. Oh, that's that's <laughs> a good shot. I I say I stayed for the weather. Exactly. Yeah. That's good yeah. enough. That's more. Yeah, it's yeah, up everything up here. I can't fucking feel my nose. <laughs> Saskatchewan and BC are a hell of a lot different. You can't say all of fucking ice wasteland that no one can live in. Okay. <laughs> all right, so this is turned on to the uh turned into the rip on Canada show. Uh, so it's, probably a good time, it's probably a good time to end it here because I'm gonna start uh, throwing throwing elbows pretty soon. Um, <laughs> Nate, thanks for jumping on. Uh, where can the fans find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tate Namas. That's T A T E N H O M A S. And uh, what do you guys got cooking up at the Quack Report? Uh, so we just had a live stream a couple hours ago today as well. Uh, we talked uh, more Mando, uh, the Mandalorian. We're getting near the end of that season, and I believe Nick is actually going to be joining us for next Sunday's episode to talk about the finale and the season as a whole. Uh, we might have one more person on. We're uh, going to be uh, feeling out for that. And uh, yeah, just got some good content coming. And as soon as we got some more hockey stuff as well, it's going to be, it's going to go off. So the Ducks themselves have four prospects uh, playing for team USA this year. So get ready for some world junior coverage also. I think they also looked into the uh, next year's entry draft because they, they plan on finishing bottom five. So Oh, there you go. That's better than bottom three. I'm hey, just okay, say okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's oh, a great point. on my side. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, let, we're already on the Twitter train. So let's give a last shout out to our Twitter handles. You can follow myself at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. Kyle, where can the fans find you? McLaren underscore K. And Nick. So your mouth's full of uh, miracle whip. You're just loving it there. Underscore. Say it again. At Nick Floor underscore. There you go. Producer T. Uh, producer underscore T-E-E. There you go. You can also follow the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet. All right, folks. This has been a fun one. We will catch you on Thursday.